God bless you and welcome back to our podcast on this brand new ministry called Faithfully United. My name is Caitlin and I have been given the privilege once again to lead you in God's word. I am so excited because God is unbelievable and if you haven't experienced him this week, if you haven't experienced him this morning, I am encouraging you today, tonight, whenever you are hearing this podcast, that God is ready to encounter you. And he has given us an amazing word of encouragement, an amazing reminder that he is moving in our midst and that we need to be reminded and uplifted by his word. So enough said, let's get right to it. So we are going to be in Ephesians chapter one, verses three through six. Again, we are in Ephesians chapter one, verses three through six. And it goes like this. Blessed be the God and father of our lord jesus christ who has blessed us in christ with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places even as he chose us in him before the foundation of the world that we should be holy and blameless before him in love he predestined us for adoption to himself as sons and daughters through jesus christ according to the purpose of his will to the praise of his glorious grace with which he has blessed us in the beloved. Amen. I just want to lead you in a quick word of prayer so that the spirit can anoint this word and touch all of us. Lord, I thank you because you are magnificent. You are great. You are glorious. And I thank you because you have given us this privilege to be able to share and and, and, and interpret and understand what you are trying to say in these verses. I pray for every heart, every ear that is listening. I pray, Lord, that you touch their hearts right now, Lord, through this this podcast, God. And I just pray, Lord, that you just move in a mighty way and let us be encouraged and uplifted at the end. All this I pray in your mighty name. Amen. So again, a lot of good stuff in this chapter that we just read it. And it's so important as believers. um, And if you're not a believer for us to learn more about faith, about this God that, you know, that we kind of constantly hear, um, even if we're not, you know, uh, a Christian or um, you know, maybe we've never been to church, but it's a faith that's, that's popular. It's a faith that's out there, but there's more to it. And, um, these verses really are going to kind of get us into this mindset, mindset of understanding this great, mysterious, but powerful, um, faith that we hold. Um, God desires for us to know everything there is to know about his ways and his plans. And for us to understand again, why God decided to do what he did. In regards to salvation, in regards to Jesus, um, we're going to learn about that today. So again, we just read from Ephesians chapter 1, verses 3 through 6. And I just want to break down each verse really quickly so that we can kind of understand what we just read. So the verse starts off by saying, blessed be God, Father of Lord Jesus Christ. Right away, um, you know, the author who is Paul, Paul Paul is the one who is writing um, um, this letter or this epistle. Um, to the church of Ephesus, and that's why it's called Ephesians. So this is Paul um, kind of, you know, talking about more about Christianity, talking more about truth of of, of this faith, again, to um, these community of believers. And that's what, again, what we're being encouraged today. We are, com- we are a community of believers. And if you do not know God, if you do not know Jesus, you're going to know about him today. Um, so again, this right off the bat, Paul starts off by declaring blessings and and just kind of saying thank you god um paul is recognizing um god's glory and honor and goodness because the father has already blessed the believer with every spiritual blessing and that's what we're going to kind of um go over 
a little bit more the spiritual blessing what is that um again the verse continues to say that he has already blessed us the blessing is ours god's resources are there for us always um again this speaks of an attitude of certainty and assurance and that's something that we need now today more than ever as believers as people of faith we need to have this attitude of certainty and assurance because when we are going through uncertainty when we are going through difficult times when we are going through things that just does not under, does not make sense it, it's not you know an understanding thought it's not an understanding emotion we right away quick to jump to fear doubt um we kind of start to create illusions um fantasies this reality so that we can feel comfortable so that we can feel secure and god doesn't want that god wants us to know that he's already blessed us the blessings are the blessings already there um and this what this verse verse three is really focusing on is not just a temporary blessing or a physical blessing or an earthly blessing which is what we are desiring right now what the what the first verse verse three is talking about is a spiritual blessing and that's how it ends with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places in Christ. So this is describing both the kinds of blessings and the location of these blessings. These are spiritual blessings, which are far better than material blessings. These blessings are ours in the heavenly places that is in Jesus Christ. They are higher blessings, they're better blessings, and more secure than earthly best blessings. So again, we are so thankful for God for our physical blessings, for our earthly blessings, blessings right? You know, um, when we get a new job, when we get a new car, when we get a raise, um, you know, when we ask for a petition, when we pray for it and God answers it, you know, those are the earthly blessings. Those are the physical blessings that we see. And again, they are, you know, they are deserving, right? God promises us to um, bless us. Um, God promises us to reap a harvest if we are sowing, you know, good things. So, yes, yeah, so that is is well deserved and it's gonna be given but our things ought to go to god in thunders of hallelujahs for spiritual blessings and that's i feel like the spirit is reminding us today tonight whenever you're hearing this um spiritual blessings is a lot it's just better it's more powerful um what is a spiritual blessings spiritual blessings is, is what happens when you know you you know you're going through a trial and you produce what the bible talks about endurance perseverance you induce care you produce character you produce um, um a new state of mind you produce um, a new perspective on things um spiritual blessings blessings go as far as a new heart you have a brand new heart you have kindness you have joy you have peace now i'm talking about the fruits of the spirit you are are, are gaining a spiritual um reward again i'm talking about of the spirit i'm not talking about a physical um 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 you know a physical um gift i'm talking about a spiritual one okay so when we um allow our our souls our spirit to feed on christ again you're not fit you're not actually feeding christ but spiritually you're 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 allowing his words you're allowing you know who he is to just overcome you um you become the best um when you understand that you are a heir you inherited God's kingdom. Um, all that is, you know, God, what God is about to offer, you inherit that. That's way better than anything that you can think of on earth. Um, you know, to have God for our portion. Again, when we are grateful for the little, when we are grateful for the moment, we are grateful for the season, we are we are far beyond more blessed. We are far beyond 
um, in a better state of mind when we allow ourselves and our minds and our perspectives to change. God has blessed us with these spiritual blessings, and these are the rarest, these are the richest, and the most enduring of all blessings. Because again, when we talk about something that is of the spirit, remember the spirit is everlasting. The spirit does not die. The spirit is going to live on forever. That is why, you know, with this pandemic more than ever, we are realizing while we are, we are moral, we are, we have mortality. We have, um, you know, our bodies are not meant to last. Anything can hit it and it could be gone the next day. Um, so, you know, the, the sense of death is very real, very real. And we have to ask, we have to ask ourselves again, a lot of people are asking themselves, what is the afterlife? Is there an afterlife? You know, where do we go once we, once we die, once we, when, once we move on from this life and, and God wants to give us those answers. God has already given us those answers. Yes. You have a soul. Your soul does not die. Your body goes back to where it came from, which is, which is dust and dirt because that is how God created man and and woman um but your soul lives on you know so that's why this verse is so powerful because it's talking about truth this is the truth spiritual blessings last forever so ask god for those spiritual blessings receive those spiritual blessings and see them as the rarest richest priceless blessings of all so that's when we when, when we you know in, in, uh, go under trial when we endure something that is so heartbreaking so heart-wrenching um, God is allowing these things to happen because he wants to produce these spiritual blessings. Amen. Um, so that's verse three. Verse four now starts again declaring. Verse four then says, just as he chose us in him last week. Um, if you did not catch the podcast last week, I encourage you to check back last week's episode. Um, we were focusing on John 15, 16. And Jesus, was, Jesus made this amazing um, proclamation. I chose you. You did not chose me. So this is amazing how the spirit continues continues to remind us that he chose us. We did not choose God. We did not choose Jesus. They chose us. Um, so our possessions, again, of every spiritual blessing, the verses continue on talking about the spiritual blessing is as certain as, as us being chosen by him and chosen before the foundation of the world. So another proclamation being told in verse four, again, Ephesians chapter one, verse four, before the foundation of the world, God knew us. That is powerful. There's another verse in the Bible that talks about how God formed us in our mother's womb. And we, he even knew us even when we were a thought in our parents' minds. So now this verse is now declaring that not, not, not only did God know us before we were a thought in our parents' mind, but he knew us even before the foundation of the world. I mean, that is how great and powerful our God is. So we do not dare diminish. Paul, again, wants us to be encouraged. Believers, we are chosen by God of the universe, by God of time, space, and everything there is our minds can wrap around. Um, we have been chosen before, you know, we've done anything or have have had anything um, from God. And, and, and again, that great light of this truth casts some dark shadows, you know, maybe we feel like, you know, um, a lot of, of, of youth of mine are, are, are coming to me and asking me, Caitlin, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm drowning in my purpose. I don't know, you know, what I'm supposed to do in this life. I feel like I, I should be doing more and I'm not. Um, so, so this idea and this thought of purpose and this thought of meaning is so real in our minds today. And God wants us to know that he has predestined us. He has allowed us to be, even before the foundation of the world, be encouraged by that today. 
Because when we are trying to, again, understand this responsibility of life, remember, we hold responsibilities every day. And we think it's those responsibilities that bring us purpose. It does not. The purpose comes from who created us. God has brought us purpose. He has birthed purpose in our souls. And that is because of Jesus Christ. So when that purpose of light, again, when we don't allow that purpose of light to guide our steps, we are we are in, a, we are in the deep shadows. We are in darkness because the light of God's selection gives us assurance. Again, here's that powerful word. We are assured to the premise of his plan and his love towards us. Again, we cannot know about this if we do not know his word, if we do not read his word, if we do not study his word. That's why we want to do this podcast, because it is when we read the word, when we kind of dissect it and we kind of apply it to our lives, when we allow that power, that birth of life to come over us. So again, it is um, the, 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 the truth, the light that assures that he has already chosen us. Our life has already has already been predestined before the foundation of the word. So of the foundation of the world, excuse me. So the verse continues then to say that we should be holy and without blameless before him in love. So this is awesome because um, right now we are really struggling with what and understand and trying to understand what what is considered right and what is considered wrong. We are now being uh, immersed into this idea of cancel culture. I mean, it is everywhere. You cannot run from it. I mean, it is so, um, it is so powerful that it is ruining lives. I mean, you can lose your job if you say the wrong thing. And I'm not saying, you know, people should have, um, you know, should be saying whatever they want to say. But what I'm, what I'm trying to understand with this cancel culture is it's always a one side view, even though they're trying to say, no, it's everyone's view. Um, And that is something that we need to be aware of as believers, because when we are trying to do what God wants us to do, when we are trying to live our life according to God's word and according to God's will, this verse, verse four, we're still on verse four, you guys, verse four literally tells us God desires of us to be something. There is no way around it. We need to focus. We need to put our heart, our passion, our goals on understanding that God does require of us to be of something. But again, everything is done in his love and everything is done in his power. So we don't need to do anything. We just need to surrender. We just need to say, God, do your thing in my life. So when we are chosen, not only for salvation, but also for holiness. Yes, we are to be made holy. Any understanding of God's sovereign choosing that diminishes our personal responsibility for personal holiness and sanctification falls far short of the whole counsel of God. Again, it is not our personal responsibility, you guys. I feel like a lot of us get this wrong when it comes to understanding our faith. A lot of us don't want Jesus. A lot of us don't want, you know, this faith and God because it's like, oh no, it's too much work. I I, I have to like do this. I have to do that. We, we completely, you know, overleap we kind of like just like we need to just relax and just allow god to do his work because it's god's power it's god who's changing us and molding us we're not doing nothing literally when we accept christ into our heart we are literally saying jesus come in me come inside me do your thing so when we allow the salvation of christ 
through the cross come into our hearts guess who comes after that the holy spirit and guess what the holy spirit does he is our helper he is our guide he is our counselor the fruits of the spirit peace love joy self-control um kindness gentleness long-suffering all of these great things that's the holy spirit that's not you again you're not doing nothing the power of God is the one that's moving in your life. The power of the God is the is bringing the renewal of your mind, right? Again, we're quoting scripture. The power of God is the one who's bringing the conviction. The truth is what you stand on. It is what guides you. It is what gives you the light, kind of like the flashlight where you need to go because sometimes we feel lost. Well, guess what? The word of God guides us. See, we don't need to do anything. It is the sovereignty of God. It is because God has chosen us. This is what God's decided. That's another thing too. We need to just say, God, this is what you want. Okay, I surrender to it. So again, let us not fall short, you guys, and let us not overwhelm ourselves. God is going to do the, the transformation. God is what's going to make us holy, not us. God is. So verse 5 now starts talking about this predestination that I've been mentioning already. Verse 5 now says, having predestined as adopted sons and daughters to Jesus Christ to himself. So this is the father's destiny for his chosen. They, um, that they would enjoy adoption. Guys, we are adopted. We have been adopted into God's family. And again, this is God's unfolding plan for us. Not only includes salvation, a personal transformation, but also a warm, confident relationship with the ultimate father, the best father. I mean, this father will never let you down. This father will never disappoint you. This father will always keep his word. This father is committed. This father ain't going anywhere. Even if we reject the father, even when we don't want him, he still loves us. He loves us 10,000 times more, even when we reject. I mean, this is how good God is, guys. And, um, and, and again, it's predestination. God chose us. Whether we liked it or not, he chose us. Jesus died for humanity. Jesus died for the past of humanity. Jesus died for the present of humanity. Jesus died for the future of humanity. It already happened. It's been done. God, because God is God. Um, you cannot argue God's plan. You can't, you know, can uh, argue, you know, God, are you sure? Are you sure about this? God already did it. God already decided. He made up his mind. Um, so that's why predestination is so is so powerful for us to understand. Yes, we have been predestined. Yes, our life has already been planned out. We just gotta surrender to it. We got to allow our minds to receive the truth and the truth shall, shall set us free. Now, verse six starts talking about praising. Verse six says to praise of the glory of his grace by which he has made us accepted in the beloved. So again, the rational aspect and emphasize again, as Paul describes his status of being accepted, man, that is such a good feeling. You have already been accepted. You don't need to work for it. You don't need to qualify for it. You don't need to try to impress nobody. You know, God's already accepted you just as you are. He's accepted you highly favored luke 1 28 says we are highly favored we are full of the grace of god that has been granted to every believer jesus was completely accepted by the father all his character all his words all his work was acceptable to god the father and now we are accepted in the beloved again the beloved is jesus jesus is the beloved so because of jesus because of what he did because of what he sacrificed on the cross and resurrected on the third day we have now been fully accepted by God. So Paul realized this plan. And 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 because he realizes God's plan and he fully accepts it, he gives glory to the grace of God. God's plan in the gospel is often rejected because it glorifies God and his grace and not the effort or achievement of man. And I just want to end with this. You know, a lot of times um we can't fully value something because we don't earn it. 
We don't work hard for it. Um, and that's why when you really study Genesis, when you really study creation, you study how God decided to create the world and then create humans and then just say, look, I, I give this to you. Here you go. You got the best of everything. All you have to do is take care of it and don't eat from the tree of, of, of good and evil. That's it. That's all you got to do. And because Adam and Eve did not work or earn what God gave them, they didn't appreciate it. Um, and that's why oftentimes we don't appreciate God's grace because we didn't have to earn it. We didn't have to do anything for it. It is literally given to us. Um, I'm talking to parents right now, mothers and fathers who are listening. You know, you know this very well. When you give a child something and they didn't earn it, they didn't even deserve it, but you gave it to them. I mean, what do they do with that gift? Maybe two, three hours later, they're bored. They're done with it. They don't, they don't care. You know, they, they, they start crying. They start throwing tantrums. Um, you know, oftentimes we think, oh, if we give someone a gift, when we give someone something, they're going to value us more. They're going to appreciate. No, they're not. But see, it's amazing because this is God's plan. God's plan was always meant to be this way. Even though earth did not deserve salvation, even though um, humanity did not deserve Jesus, human humans, we do not deserve Jesus, you guys. We don't. But God's plan is sufficient. God is, su God is grace. God is love. He cannot go out of character. And because he cannot go out, out of character, it was always going to be this way. So I encourage you right now, do not reject God's plan. Do not reject God's word. It is truth. It is life. And it is going to set you free. And all we need is Jesus. All we need is the salvation that has been given to us freely. We do not need to earn it. We don't even deserve it. But God has said, no, I have declared salvation to all people and my grace is more than enough. So if you have sin, if you feel like you're unworthy, if you feel like, you know, you are a messed up person, I rebuke that thought because God says, no, you are enough. And I do love you and I desire you. So I just want to lead you really quick in a prayer. Lord, I thank you for this amazing word. I thank you for these amazing verses. What, how, what an amazing plan you have for humanity. What an amazing truth that we hold that we need to hold dear in our hearts. I pray for every heart, for every soul. If they need to be uplifted, encouraged, renewed, restored, I pray healing over everyone right now, spiritual and physical. I pray, Lord, for our circumstances. I pray, Lord, for what we're going through. If we're experiencing death in a family, if we lost a loved one, if we're experiencing financial hurt, if we're experiencing personal hurt, I pray, Lord, that you touch the hearts and minds right now in the name of Jesus. I pray, Lord, that you just continue to fulfill your plan over our lives and we continue to surrender all. All this I pray more in your mighty name, Jesus. Amen. Amen. God is good, guys. God is amazing. And I, I hope that you are highly encouraged through this podcast. I sure was. And again, our mission, our purpose is to spread the gospel. We want to continue to encourage all believers or if you're not a believer, I encourage you to receive Jesus as your Lord and Savior. And um, we are going to continue these podcasts and continuing to bring the word to you. Um, join us next Tuesday for a new podcast, for a new episode. Episode, Excuse me. I hope you are blessed. And I pray that God continues to, to just be with us and, and see us all through. Amen. Um, I hope you have an amazing day, amazing night, whenever you hear this podcast. And hope to see you again. God bless.